welcome to Mama's Morning Cup podcast. On this podcast, hang out with Quinn and guests who are also fellow mamas who will bring candid conversations covering the five pillars of inspiration, family, health, career, and books. Mama, we need to fill up our cups while juggling careers, our dreams, and a family. Mama's Morning Cup is a weekly podcast just for you to set your week up with intentional stories, joy, laughter, and a moment to yourself. My name is Quinn Minier, and I'm the host of Mama's Morning Cup. I am a mama of a thousand kids that love to encourage and inspire fellow mamas and fill their cups with intention. You can find me most days wearing leggings and reading a good book. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to remind you that you are not alone in this journey we call motherhood. Go behind the scenes of my chaotic household that should be a reality show, my opinions and views of this world, and hear from other women who will inspire us through stories of inspiration, family, career, and their health journeys. This is Mama's Morning Cup. So I want to tell you a funny story. Um, I had a dream recently that I dropped my daughter off at school. I was like, and stuck in my routine, basically, and I dropped her off. I'm not really sure why I only dropped her off because her and my son go to the same school. So anyway, I dropped her off, not really thinking, and pulled off and got halfway to um, my other child's school and then realized, like, oh my gosh, it's a holiday. And I just dropped her off. So I fly back to her school across town, laughing the whole way. I get there and my daughter is standing outside and... I'm laughing. She doesn't find it funny. And I'm just thinking like, oh my God, I am so stuck in my routine that I didn't even pay attention to the calendar that it was a holiday. So poor girl got dropped off at school, didn't say anything. So maybe she was the same way. You know, she thought, hey, it's a school day. So long story short, that's what it was. Very funny dream. And I'm pretty sure I was laughing in my sleep, which I sometimes do. Um, so I hear about it a lot that I'm always laughing. So I guess that's better than crying in your sleep. So anywho, what does this have to do with today's episode? Um, so what is normal? For me, that was normal. Normal for everyone is different. What you may think is normal may not be the same for someone else. What can be similar is having a routine. Routines are essentially habits that we stick to. They don't necessarily have to be a daily habit, but they are an expected habit. Meaning you know what is coming or what you have to do to set yourself up for success. Today we won't talk about negative routines or routines that don't serve you well. Because I want to manifest positivity. We have enough negative talk in the world. We have to be mindful of what we consume, and today you will be consuming useful and helpful information. 
So getting back into a routine after kind of being all over the place in the last couple of years, it seems can be a daunting challenge, but it doesn't have to be. If you had children out of school in the last year and now they are back in school, not only do you have to get back on track of a schedule, but they do too, which can cause some pushback. In this quick episode, we are going to explore what a back to school slash work routine could look like for your family. It's partly my own routine, so I'm taking you behind the scenes. Now, I'm going to be completely honest and let you know, mornings around here used to be sheer chaos. This was when the kids were much smaller and I had way less children. Now with seven children some days in the home. Remember, we're a blended family, so sometimes we have four, sometimes we have seven. We have to make sure our routines line up. So the first question I want to ask I want you to ask yourself is why do I need a routine? Is it because you have fallen out of rhythm and feel all over the place? Or you want to provide a healthy habit of structure in your home? If either of these questions are relatable to you, I encourage you to listen on. I am not going to say I am the queen of rhythm, but I do know a thing or two about creating a routine. Some people have this notion that If everything is in a routine and systematized, then there is no autonomy and flexibility, but that's not true. Having a routine and system actually frees up time and gives you that much needed white space in your calendar. So looking at creating a back to school routine, if you have school age children may look like this. Creating an alarm on your phone that is automatically set for each day of the week you need to wake up at a certain time. Trust me, there's an app for everything these days. What I do is I have a bedtime routine programmed in my health app on my phone. You can also use the alarm app for this. Stay with me. The bedtime routine helps with the morning. So in this app, I have it programmed that my bedtime is 9 p.m. Now, this does not mean I fall asleep at this time because with kids sports and a toddler who doesn't like to sleep when I lay him down, it's well past 9 o'clock p.m. when I actually fall asleep. What the notification does for me is notify me that it's 9 o'clock and it's time to wind down. My phone silences notifications at this time and tells me good night. Psychologically, my mind knows, okay, Quinn, let's prepare for bed. The wake up time is programmed at 5 a.m. That would give me eight hours if I were to magically fall asleep at 9 o'clock p.m. Typically, once I'm in bed, I read and fall asleep closer to 10 o'clock. So that's still a good seven hours of sleep, right? Jumping back into the morning routine here, I wake and it took about two to three weeks to get used to the 5 a.m. wake up time because I'm not really a morning person. Well, I used to tell myself I'm not a morning person. Now I tell myself I am a morning person. But the routine is kind of set now. My brain is like, okay, girl. 
If you get up now, you can enjoy a cup of coffee before the kids start waking at 5.30. So give yourself a little buffer for your quiet time. Not saying you have to, but I like to. Once the kids start waking, make sure you give everyone at least an hour to wake, groom, eat if necessary. This year, I am making the kids have school breakfast, whether they like it or not. (laughs) But they are big enough to get their own cereal or a quick bite. I do give the little one a small breakfast before daycare. He loves frozen pancakes. Okay, while they are getting ready, you are either getting yourself ready or continuing with your own morning routine. Set the expectation of what time everyone is to be out the door or to be in their designated place by the time that hour is up. I tell my teenagers that it this is about accountability and responsibility. If they cannot get out the door on time, they have to be responsible enough to find their own ride to school or take the city bus. They definitely don't want to do that. Like I said, it takes a couple of weeks to get into the groove of things. If it's chaos the first few days or so, it's okay. Don't lose your mind. Give yourself grace here. Since I drive my children to school and we live in a big city, we need to give ourselves 20 minutes of traffic time for the first drop-off. If we are late for the first drop-off, then the last drop-off is also late. Communication with everyone is important here. This eases tension as well between the children because if they make each other late, you'll hear about it speaking from experience. I also encourage that you have the older kids help the younger ones if you have multiple children. It can simply be tie your brother's shoes so we can leave faster. Everyone should be involved in a healthy back-to-school routine. This is teaching good habits or an identity of who you would like to be, a responsible and timely person. Once kids are off to school, I can usually be home just before 8 a.m. and get myself ready for the day. I work from home most days, so this may be a little different for you. I like to get ready after I drop off so I can take a longer shower and not have kids knocking on the door or calling my name a bajillion times like they are dying without seeing my face. Lately, I have been doing at least a mile walk in my neighborhood while the weather is nice. I live in Michigan, so I don't get long summers. By 9 a.m., I can be ready to start my work day. When it's time to pick the kids up from school, I leave a half hour before my freshman gets out of school. Again, that traffic. My other high school child has sports after school, so he gets picked up later. I then head to pick up the other two in a loop. Weird enough, my other teenagers are at a school up the road from us, so they walk home. We come home and I may finish up a couple work tasks while they have their afternoon snacks or I sit and chat with them about their day. And then um, our dinner routine starts around five. It's important to plan when dinner will occur as well because if you push it back a few nights, 
you will get out of rhythm and you are creating a healthy routine here. So adjust to the dinner routine that works for you. I then go pick up my child from sports or send my husband if he's not working. Setting a defined homework schedule as well and expectation of when chores should be done. Showers and homework is essential to not losing your mind. Trust me. Since I have a huge family, we have to set the routine or the bathrooms get chaotic. Have you ever heard teens complain about how long someone spends in the bathroom? I have, and it's annoying to be honest. I mean, we really need more bathrooms around here. That's a plug for my husband if he ever listens to this podcast. By now, you are relaxing, hopefully, and before you know it, that bedtime notification will be singing on your phone. Now, following my routine may not exactly match yours, but the idea here is creating time blocks of when everything will occur. Let's recap. Set a bedtime alarm on your phone. Create the time you will wind down and the time you will wake. Give yourself at least seven to eight hours of sleep. That's great self-care. I don't encourage anything less. If you want to hear more about why sleep is important, go back to episode 22 with Nisha Kunder about integrating wellness into your routine. I'll link in the show notes for you as well. Next, communicate with your family when you are not available, meaning no phone calls after your routine has started, bedtime set for kids, when electronics are off, etc. However, you guys wind down for the night. Let everyone know the expected wait time and departure time if they are leaving the house. If your children stay home, Determine what time is focused. Give yourself a set block of when the child drop-off is, school bus pickup, etc., however your routine goes for kids getting off to school. In a nutshell, that's it. It's our simple back-to-school slash work routine. Hopefully, our kids stay in school for the whole year. And if not, creating a defined routine is still helpful in creating normalcy in our lives. Who doesn't want that after like almost two years in a pandemic, right? As always, thank you for listening to this episode. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts so I can reach more women like us. Hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to the show. And I want to leave you with the recommended book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I will also link this book in the show notes. It's one of my favorites. And if you are like me and like to establish healthy habits and routines, this is the book for you, my friend. Till next time, take care. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Mama's Morning Cup. I would love to hear more from you on the topics you want to hear. Head to MMC podcast link in the show notes and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next. See you all next time.